Hi, I'm Grant Dufresne, and welcome to Dufresne Ministries podcast channel. We believe that as you listen to this message, your faith will be stirred and you will be encouraged in whatever you are believing God for today. Stay tuned at the end of this message to find out more information about our ministry. We have uh, had the, the joy of having several different flows in this week of meetings, and we're added to with each flow. And uh, the part that God told me to bring is in relation to what he said about this new day of this year, 2019, that we're in, but also about the revival that's moving. And uh, I want to remind you of what God said about 2019. He said it's a new day, a new day of stepping in to places in the spirit that will bring us into a greater flow a fresh momentum that hits a stride, hitting a stride in the spirit realm, in healing, in the gifts of healing. Ministers making strides in the gifts of the spirit, more skillful and more operation of them. And it's not enough that God has articulated this for us for this year, but we have to say uh, we put forth our part of laying hold of it. And in doing that, I was reminded of what God said to Dad Hagen. Uh, he said, the spirit of seeing and knowing will be a manifestation in a greater measure than what you've ever seen before. And he's talking there about, when he talks about the spirit of seeing and knowing, he's talking about the gift of, uh, the, gift of the spirit that is the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge. And all, all these things will be prevalent operating through fivefold ministries, which they're, let me say, they're supposed to be prevalent, operating through fivefold ministries, but they will also operate privately for you Amen. as you need them. And so we want to talk about them so that we can step into greater places of the spirit. This is part of it, of learning, cooperating with the Holy Spirit so that we can profit because uh, that the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. And so there's profit whenever we yield and become skillful and excel and become excellent in how these operate and how these manifest. We were talking a little bit last night about the word of knowledge, uh, which is, of course, part of the spirit of seeing and knowing. The word of wisdom is dealing with revealing of the future. The word of knowledge is God revealing by his spirit something of the past or of the present. It's not something that you would have known unless he would have revealed it to you. And so that's what, uh, that is what is, com is comprised in the spirit of seeing and knowing. So we talked about and referred to last night that this uh, word of knowledge with uh, operating through Elisha warned the king of Israel of the enemy's war plan of destruction. Well, if he'll warn an, uh, a king to preserve a nation, he'll warn you to preserve your home. Amen. He will show and reveal a strategy of the enemy because you see, uh, God sees into the realm where Satan is working in the unseen realm many times. He's planning, he's gathering his troops, so to speak. He's, he's, he's laying out his strategy and God sees it all. And then with his knowledge, 
He will give us a word of knowledge about, uh, or a word of wisdom about what the enemy is planning to do to, to bring about destruction. And he tells us about it and we just abort the whole thing. What a frustration of the kingdom of darkness. That's our job. Keep them frustrated. Uh, we also talked about, referred to last night, that a word of knowledge was given to enlighten and encourage Elijah when he got discouraged. And so uh, God can show you something about what's presently going on because sometimes when we get discouraged, it's because we're looking at the wrong view. The word of knowledge will show us God's view. This is the way it, this is, the way it is. You're seeing it wrong. Because Elijah said, I'm the only one, basically, that's being the mouthpiece and standing up for righteousness. And God said, God gave him a, 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 his knowledge. He says, no, 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 you're not the only one. See, he was discouraged because he didn't have full knowledge and pre correct knowledge. And God said, I've got 7,000 who haven't bowed their knee to bow. So God gave him a knowledge so wise so that he would not get under the cloud of incorrect knowledge. Amen. 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 Then we talked about that uh, God exposed through a word of knowledge about Gehazi, a hypocrite, that he uh, went and lied and gathered up goods for himself and then told uh, the prophet Elisha, no, I didn't do that. But he did and uh, suffered for it. God will give a word of knowledge, and we talked at, at length about this last night, that God will give, and I was referring a lot to the pastoral office, but yet it will, be, it will parallel your own personal life, that God will give a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom to a pastor to keep that church family safe. But yet when he gives that word of knowledge, we must act on it. We must not just let it lie and think, well, God will handle everything. Well, God does his part by showing us things. And sometimes many will make the mistake of praying, oh, God, do something about the problem in the church. He did. He gave the church a pastor. That's what he did. Every time there has been something that's tried to get out of order, and you understand this is very seldom in our church. Why? Because the Holy Ghost always has, makes us the head and not the tail. He keeps, uh, he keeps us in front of situations, not behind them cleaning Amen. up. I'm not part of a cleanup crew. Right. We're in the lead. In the, if we'll listen to the Holy Ghost, he'll keep us in front of situations. That's called being the head, not the tail, not the back end of something. And so uh, because of that, we've just had very, in, in, on, in almost 30 years of this church being here, we've had very, very little issues. Why? Because when God shows something, I just step up when it's at its infancy and deal with it, and it's easy, and it's, yeah. it's total and how you can deal with it, you see. It, it, I don't let it spread. I don't let it go on for a month and see what happens. Right. I'm the type of something that gets out of place today, it's getting back in. Amen. And I'm not praying for God to put it back in. I always assume that I'm the one because as the head of the ministry, I have the authority to put things back in place. And so I always take the step that if something tries to get out of place, I step up to put it back in place. If God wants to do it himself without me, he has to stop me. 
He doesn't have to send me to go put it in place. He has to stop me from putting it in place. And there's only one time in almost all these years of pastoring that he told me, you don't have to handle that, I'll handle it for you. But I was on my way to handle it when he said that. Why? Because I don't sit back and wait for God to do what he authorized me to do. A word of knowledge and a word of wisdom helps us in our authorization. It helps us to know how to employ our authority over a situation. Amen. That these gifts of the spirit are necessary to keep a church clean and to keep a church family safe from people who don't want to be right with God. Amen. Uh, of course, speaking tonight, uh, of course, we'll be ministering to the sick uh, later in the service. But um, one of the great benefits of the spirit of seeing and knowing, having a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, especially a word of knowledge, is in connection with healing. Because through the word of knowledge, you can know the cause of how someone or why someone became sick. And uh, Dad Hagen made a statement because some of the statements I refer back to because you have to have the years of experience that he had behind him to be able to learn some things. Some things the word doesn't spell out. You have to pay the attention to the lessons of experience to hear it. And one of the things he said, and he said in 12 years of pastoring, the gifts of the spirit only went into operation twice to heal a congregation member of mine. He said the rest was they received by their own faith, but he said gifts of the spirit would go into operation to help me help them know where they opened the door to the sickness. See, the, uh, over in, in Ephesians 4:27, Paul says, neither give place to the devil. So uh, many times uh, we have to know where someone gave place because if we gave place to the devil, we have to take back the place we gave him so that healing can come. You can't just keep doing the wrong thing and healing come and be maintained. If there's a cause of why someone is sick, you have to know that cause. I'm talking about with, a, with an, un, an, an unbeliever. The cause of their sick is because they're under the curse of the law. They belong to the kingdom of darkness. They belong to the kingdom of sickness. But to the Christian, that's not our reason. We're redeemed from the curse of the law. We're not under a curse. We're not under a generational curse. We're not under something like that. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law and there's not any curse left out there that he left active over us. People say, well, the thing is, is I can see, you know, that something happened to my grandfather, my father, my uncles. Isn't that a generational curse? To the unsaved it is. But to the saved, we're not under a curse anymore. What that is, you see, the devil works in patterns. He works in patterns. And when you pay attention to the patterns, you know how to cut him off. Amen? 
So through a word of knowledge, you can find out the cause of why people are sick many times so that you can help them. Why? Because they're going to have to close the door to that thing if you're going to be able to help them. I, uh, I, I remember a time because Dad Hagen taught us that sometimes you can change the outcome of a situation. You can pray for somebody and somebody that would have died or somebody that would have ended up in a, some kind of great failure, that sometimes you can help turn that thing around. So as my job uh, when it, in pastoring, if someone came to a point to where they were at a crisis point, I would always go to God and say, can I turn this? And, and uh, if you'll pray long enough in the spirit, God will show you causes to help people. Amen. What opened the door to this sickness? What opened the door to this? Because many times people, for some reason, aren't, aren't uh, perceptive enough to sometimes realize what the cause is themselves. And so God has help for them. He'll help them through their pastor, help them locate these things if we pray long enough. I remember there was a, there was a person that was, they had only attended here a short time and then they left. Um, and then they ended up coming back. But when they came back, they were full of cancer. And they were really unknowledgeable of the Bible and unknowledgeable of faith. And uh, so they were doing everything they could to receive their healing. But because when they could have been here hearing the word, they left the church out of offense. They didn't get offended with the church. They got offended with someone in the church. And so they left. And so the devil took advantage of that for that cancer just to develop and grow in their body. And so when they realized, hey, this is life and death, they came back. And if I could say this, they came back too late for them. Because they didn't have enough knowledge. It doesn't take long for God to heal. What takes long is get people's minds renewed. And if, you, if you're away from the word... Then what happens, and you only give God, a, I mean, if the doctor gives you just a, a month or so to live, you've only got a month to get your mind renewed with all kinds of symptoms and pains and all. It's very difficult to learn when you're in that setting. Very difficult. Can you? Yes. But it, it makes it harder. It's like teaching a drowning man to swim. It's like giving him a swimming lesson while he's drowning. Very difficult. <laughs> So what God will do, God will allow others in the body to bring a help. So I said to God, I said, God, I, I, I knew I, just by the, by the spirit of knowing they're going to die. I know that. They don't have to, but they're going to. And uh, so I, I said to God, I uh, said, God, now if I can, I want to help them. If, I, if this can be changed... I want to do my part. Amen. So I just sat one day and I said, God, I lift them up. I don't know if it can be changed, but if it can, I ask you to uh, help me 
in this. And so I just took off praying in the Holy Spirit. After about 20 minutes of praying in the Spirit, I saw this person in the Spirit sitting in a chair, one of these chairs. It looked just like one of these. And there were two pipes about as big as, about as big as my first finger on each hand. And they were side by side. They were coming out of the ground. And then they, at the back, the bottom back of the chair, those pipes had an elbow bend and went right into the back of the chair. And she's sitting in the chair where power's flowing to her. God was showing me. She's in a place where power is reaching her. She's in a chair of the church. And that power can reach you in that chair. That's so good. And in this... I, then I, it wasn't just knowing, now I'm seeing. And while I'm praying in the Spirit, I see her sitting in this chair. So I'm, think, I'm knowing she's in a place where power's flowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in this seeing, this vision I had, I saw her lean forward, take the first fingers of each hand, put them behind her, and jam them into those pipes and clogged up what was flowing into her body. And God said, see, I, I can't. She, she's clogged it up. I, the power can't reach her. It's not that God withheld power. No power was withheld. No power was withheld. It's not about getting God to send power. It's about our ability to receive it and not hinder it and not clog it. Power is always flowing. The New Testament believer has to... You, we never have to get God to give us something. It's about us receiving something. It's already been given. He has already blessed us with everything that heaven itself enjoys. He has already translated us from the kingdom of his, from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of His dear Son. Everything. He's withheld nothing from us. Power's flowing to you right now. Power's flowing to your situation right now. It's not about getting God to give it. It's about our skill in receiving it. And he showed me, you're, you're causing power to be made available to her. But she's taking her fingers. And she's doing something that is stopping the flow and, I, and it was within a few weeks she, she went home to be with the Lord. Well, it's good to go home to be with the Lord, but it had been better to live out the days and then go home. But see, the spirit of seeing went into operation when I took time to pray in the spirit. I knew that I could not help her. And it wasn't on God's part. It was completely on her part. Amen. When my husband, when he was about, uh, I want to say, I don't remember the exact age. I think he was around 56 and uh, he was diagnosed with cancer. He had a, a, a gland in his neck that looked enlarged. And so the doctor said, oh, I don't think it's anything much. And so they just, you know, did a test or whatever on it and came back and said, no, it's cancer. And he said, it's all through your lymph nodes. And, and, uh, then the doctor said, I guarantee you it's all through your bone. Well, he just said that without even a test. And, you know, some, some people like drama. But you don't ever want to give people something to overcome, you know. that. So when we went home, uh, we were riding in separate cars, leaving the doctor's office to go home. And so Ed reached home first. And he, I came in about 10 minutes after him. And when I walked in, he said, uh, I already talked to God about it. 
And he said, uh, God told me the two causes. Number one, he said, uh, God has been dealing with me about resting. I haven't been resting. You see, you can run your body down so much that it can't even the natural healing ability of the body that's in everybody doesn't even function anymore because the body's not functioning right. It's too worn down to, to be defensive against these things. And so for years, my husband had run at a pace and gone at a pace and, and God had dealt with him. And he said, God told me, I, number one, I didn't rest my body. But he said, number two, he said, um, I wasn't obeying God in the prophet's office. So uh, he said, I repented to God. He said, okay, I judge myself. And God said, okay, within 30 days, it'll all be gone. He went back on the 29th day and it was all gone. See, he had to deal with the cause or that thing would have kept going. This is the great benefit of being able to, uh, to be sensitive to God because you can know the spirit of knowing. So you don't go through all the hoops and loops of trying to get help when the spirit knows, if you'll just act, it's not hard. He wants you to know what he knows. Amen. And so the spirit of seeing and knowing will operate to help us know the causes of, uh, and things that have to be changed and adjusted and corrected where doors have to be closed. Uh, pastors cannot close doors you opened. If you opened it, you have to close it. Amen. So when God may show a pastor a cause, the pastor still isn't the one that can close the door. He's going to have to go get the person who's in need to hook on and do what? Do their part to get that door closed. Uh, then another function that we see in the word of the spirit of seeing and knowing, the word of knowledge, word of revelation, is when Agabus warned Paul of what's ahead. He said, the man that owns this girdle will be bound and delivered to the hands of the Gentiles. He wasn't telling him not to go. He said, this is, what's gonna, uh, this is what you're going to encounter as you progress ahead in the plan of God. See, that way you, you go, you go uh, completely armed. That's called putting you in the head, not the tail. You're in front of situations. You already know what you're going to face. Amen. And then we also see again that's in connection really with what we saw with Gehazi, but we saw with Ananias and Sapphira. The word of knowledge went into operation to reveal corruption in the church. God is not, uh, he will help the pastor protect a flow. I mean, Ananias and Sapphira are in the greatest revival on the earth up to that time in human history and doing the wrong thing in it. And got disqualified from being a participant in it. And they buried him that day. Which means God's not playing. <laughs> Amen. Um, the spirit of seeing and knowing will go into operation to help recover lost properties. Have you ever lost something in the spirit of God? You just, by word of knowledge, he tells you where it's at. That'll help keep peace in your marriage. Yes. <laughs> when Stephen was little, Stephen touched everything. And Ed was packing, and Stephen was just barely big enough to walk. 
and he went and got one of the shoes Ed was packing and carried it off. Well, Ed comes back and there's a shoe missing and mama gets in trouble. You know what I mean by that? Like I did it. Where's my shoe? Well, I don't know. Well, Stephen carried it off. And then I get in trouble because the shoe is missing. Thank you, child. Thank you, child. <laughs> and I mean, Ed's going through, looking at, he said, I've looked everywhere, you know, and he's got, he's, he's got to leave and he's missing this shoe. And I said, Holy Ghost, where is the shoe? This is for the peace of this home now. <laughs> And he said, it's over there under that table. And there was a round uh, side table by the bed that had a, a, like a cloth on it. And Stephen had gotten under there playing fort or something and took the shoe with him and uh, pulled up the skirt of, the, of that table. And there's the shoe. Thank, you, you know, this is, this is like divine supernatural intervention. <laughs> but... To kind of, we, as a last resort, we'll ask the Holy Ghost. But let's learn to just realize he knows where things are. But he also knows how to recover lost persons. Yeah. I was, uh, one time I was praying in the spirit before I went and fell off to sleep. And I saw a woman chained to a bed or strapped to a bed. No, I don't want to say chain, but strapped to the bed. And I knew she'd been that way for years. No, no one I recognized, no one I knew. But see, God wants to use us to help set people free that Amen. we're not acquainted with. Amen. So I, uh, I walked down, I, I actually see myself walking down the hallway of a house. There's a uh, bedroom on the left. There's a second bedroom on the left. It's just a solid wall here to my right. And there's the third bedroom. And without looking in, I saw the whole thing. I'm standing at the door and I'm so glad he didn't have me to see it in the sense of I knew it. So why? Because he doesn't want something to trouble us. He'll let us know it without it getting into our souls, you know? And in my spirit, I saw it, but I'm saying in that vision, he didn't have me to look at it. And it was a woman that was strapped to the, the post of the bed. And I said, Satan, you take your hands off that woman's life. And then by the spirit, I said, take your hand off her mind. I didn't know to say that, but by the spirit, I said that. That happened like on a Monday or a Tuesday. I go and I'm at the Ramos' church on a Friday night and I'm preaching and God has me to share that, that I saw that. And I get a phone call the next morning early from one of the congregation members that was down there in that service Friday night and said, did you see the news this morning? And I said, no. They said there was a woman who was kidnapped 20 years ago. And this morning, Saturday morning, she showed up at the police department. <laughs> She escaped and showed up at the police department. They said the unusual thing about it was she had, they would, they'd keep her strapped to that bed all the time. But then when they needed her, when they needed an errand, they would unstrap her and say, go run this errand. And she'd always come back. Now see, that's not somebody's mind didn't right. See the devil. 
And for 20 years, every time they'd unstrap her, she'd always come back. But this time after I said, take your hands off her mind, they, they sent her out on a Saturday morning to run an errand. This time she didn't come back. She went to the police station. And it was all over Fox News. It was all over these others. Why? Because God knows where lost persons are. And the gifts of the Spirit went into operation, the Spirit of seeing and knowing, and rescued her. Was she a Christian? I don't know. That wasn't my part. We got a phone call. There's, a, there's an outlet mall up here not too far up the road. And years ago, uh, we got a phone call. I was leading a prayer, our, our prayer service in the midweek. And uh, right before I went into the prayer service, we had somebody who used to attend the church. And uh, they were at that outlet mall. And while they were there a six-year-old boy was kidnapped. And so they shut down the mall. I mean, police showed up. They weren't letting anyone in. They weren't letting anyone out. They were going to find this boy, but they never found him. And so they called these people that had, had been previous members of the church. They called me and said, would you pray? There's been a little boy kidnapped. Well, I start praying, but see, by the, by the Spirit... Up comes, the, up comes the right words. I don't know anything. I'm just praying and said, uh, Satan, you take your hands off that child. Well, while I'm saying that, out of, my, out of my mouth comes these words. Take him to the next corner and drop him off. Open the door and put him out in Jesus' name. Well, see, I don't know. I don't know if he's in a house. I don't know if he's in a car. I don't know where he's at. But see, by, by this divine equipment that we have, and uh, the, the, the couple who had called and asked us to pray called uh, the next morning and said they went, they had the child in a van and said just all of a sudden, they pulled over to the side, put him out on the curb, and drove off. See, God knows where lost people are. And these, these things, these divine gifts can help us Amen. in recovering. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> it will, the spirit of seeing and knowing will also help if there's, help you to know if someone is not only sick, but if there's a presence of an evil spirit, demon possession. Because sometimes you'll have to know what spirit is involved and call that out. That comes by the spirit of seeing and knowing. Then also the spirit of seeing and knowing can assist God's servant who's in distress or those who are in need of spiritual help. Um, I remember several years ago, God brought a pastor before me and said, they're going to make a wrong move in their ministry. And uh, <clears throat> they're going to realize they took, they took a wrong move down the road after it's too late to change their mind. They're going to walk away from their church. And said, they're going to get a little older in life. And they're going to get out of that setting and realize they made a wrong move. And said, the devil plans to torment them with that. He says, I don't want them troubled by it. Notice that he did not want them troubled by their wrong move. 
Isn't he so merciful? He said, pray for him so that that troubling will not come to him. Isn't God kind? He's so thoughtful. Amen. God wanted that strategy aborted before it ever played out against him. Then the word of knowledge can be given to indicate when someone is in need and also the need they have. And if God shows you the need, it's because he wants you to bring a supply to it many times. Don't just say, oh, I know they need that. Hope they get it. Be willing to be part of that. But I know this, uh, as a pastor, like I said last night, I pastor by the Holy Ghost. I look to his help. I don't try to get myself involved in people's personal business and try to help them from a natural perspective. Because you can sit and talk to someone and they can tell you what their problem is and it's not even really hitting the root of of the matter. Because many times their own perception of it isn't even accurate. I don't, I don't get all, all up in someone's business say, well, what's going on in your marriage? Now, I'm not saying it's wrong to do that. I'm saying I kept myself as free, not because I wasn't interested, but because I didn't want what I know to hinder me receiving what the Spirit would want to show me. Because sometimes if you've gotten all up in everybody's business, the Spirit tries to speak to you and you'll dismiss it because I already knew that. So I, I, I tried to distance myself, not from people and loving people and being around them, but from the details. Because you don't want to distance yourself from the people. You, you want to love the people and be in fellowship with them and stuff. But I'm talking about digging around. And it's fine to ask, how's your, how's your, your business going or something like that? I'm, but I'm talking about digging and finding details. I'd rather have, if the Holy Ghost has help for him, I'd rather hear it from him. Amen. And so I remember one, one time, uh, on one, one occasion, before a service, I was walking out in the foyer, and uh, then I was going back to the hospitality room, and I walked by one of the congregation members. And as soon as I walked by her, I knew. I knew what test she was going through, and I knew what the devil was telling her. And that happened for three weeks. Every time I'd walk by her at a service, I'd walk by her and that same, that same knowing would come. So after, after about three weeks, I pulled her in and I, I didn't say, I know what's been going on. I didn't, I didn't say it that way. I said, I want to I wanna tell you a story about myself. I, you know, that, those people who are here, they know I tell stories about myself. Why? Because I only got my life to draw from. For examples, I'd love to tell off on you, but I don't know everything about you. So I have to tell off on me. And I said, I was going through one particular test one time. And the devil told me such and such. And this is how I dealt with it. Just wanted to tell that to you. And then she started crying. Pastor, the devil's been telling me almost identically the same thing. I said, "Uh uh-huh. That's why I'm talking to you. If you'll do what I did, you'll walk free from that. Next time I see her, you see... Not a, not a big count. It didn't take my, five minutes. Right, right. It wasn't an hour. Come back next week and then come back in two weeks and come back. Am I against that? No, but I'm just saying the Holy Spirit has such accurate help. 
The devil would love to wear you out with the, the details of people's lives when it's a refreshing to get things by the Spirit and help them just like this. It lands in them differently. You're not having to go through all the, what are you thinking? But what, what, you know, it just doesn't get overly uh, complicated and involved. So the next time I see her, she said, Pastor, I just want you to know that thing that's been troubling me for a long time, it's gone. I said, I know it is. You want to know how I knew it was? Because when I walked by her, I didn't see, I didn't, that knowing wasn't there anymore. I know the thing's gone. It's dealt with. You see, so much easier to pastor this way. Not tiring, not laborsome, and the, and the help is accurate. The help is accurate. You're not guessing and going. But you're, you're really helping in an accurate way. Amen. Then the, the spirit of seeing and knowing can warn and guide people concerning future judgments or peril that's coming. He'll let you know if there's an economy change coming. He'll help. Why? Because he, he makes us the head. He puts us in front of things, not behind things. We're not the tail. We shouldn't be the last to know. If we're the last to know, that's our fault. If things catch, off, uh, catch us off guard, that's our fault because that's not the position he's assigned to us. And if we don't know, we're not being as sensitive as we should be. Amen. 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 What about Noah? He warned Noah about the flood. He told Abraham what, what was going to happen with Sodom and Gomorrah and rescued Lot. Amen. He told the wise men that came to present gifts to Jesus, don't go back and tell Herod. Don't, don't go back and report him, to him. Sent them home another way. You see, he was warning and, and directing people so that he, they could avoid things. And then uh, he will give the, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, spirit of singing, knowing will go into operation uh, to reveal God's plan to those he's going to use. He'll let them know something's coming because he wants to use them in it. So he showed Joseph those two dreams. Why? Because he was going to use Joseph to rescue a nation in a time of famine. You see. Uh, also, he, uh, what about this? He showed Moses what, how he was going to send him back to Pharaoh to rescue a nation. Spirit of seeing and knowing will be manifested to assure a servant of his divine commission. Amen. Amen. With Paul, he said, separate unto me, Paul and Saul and Barnabas, for the work whereunto I've called them. Remember in Acts 13. Amen. Amen. Uh, then he will give the spirit of seeing and knowing to assure of a coming deliverance in a time of calamity. Paul was on, on board a ship and he warned him, don't. Don't, don't leave this place. But they didn't listen to a prisoner. They went out and now, now Paul's in jeopardy too because someone wouldn't listen. It put everyone at risk, but, it's, but an angel appeared, you see. And, uh, and he was assured of, of deliverance. Uh, then it can be employed to warn an individual of approaching danger. Also, that's good, and how to deliver them. It can uh, let someone know a blessing or judgment that is going to come. 
Sometimes you, you can tell people, God has, God has this blessing for you, but you're going to have to keep moving in faith to get into it, you see. Amen. Amen. And he may do it to give personal guidance or direction. Spirit of seeing and knowing can go into operation. These things, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, can come through an audible voice. It can come through an angelic visitation, a dream or a vision through prophecy, through tongues and interpretation of tongues. And, uh, but these still are, even though if you have a vision, now see, I've, I've only had uh, two, two visions that showed me my future. One, two. Yeah, two that showed particular things. I've seen other things in visions. But uh, it was really a word of wisdom in the form of a vision. You see. And then I talked about the other night when an angel came, when I was in Fireball, California, and, and, and came and gave an impartation for a message that I was to preach. Well, see, that he was, he was giving me an impartation. I got a word of knowledge of what was happening to me right then. Right. Right. Yeah. And an angel was participating in that, Amen. you see. So the, these can happen in these ways. Amen. Amen. Now, uh, let me go back and this word of knowledge can also is mightily effective in prayer. Word of knowledge, word of wisdom, it will cause your prayer life to have an effect that it wouldn't have otherwise. I, uh, I've seen at different times, I've seen car crashes. I've seen uh, people sitting in mental institutions holding their heads. And I speak to them. You see, that helps me to be effective in praying. I'm not just saying, oh, God bless them. I know what to say, Amen. what to do, because of what I saw. Amen. Now, if God shows something to you, I, I, you many of you heard me talk about the time that I, uh, I saw a toddler come out of a house and walk behind a silver SUV in a driveway. Then I saw a man come out of the house. The child was behind the SUV playing and a man came out of the house, didn't know he was there and backed over him. And what I saw stopped when I saw the man start backing up. So I know, and God was, you rightly assume he's run over the child. And I'm so glad God didn't have me see it. Why? Because he's not troubling my soul with what he shows. So I, he lets me fill in the blank, so to speak. So I spoke. See, what I saw, that wasn't my child. You say, well, don't we just have authority over our life? Well, anytime God gives you, if the spirit of seeing and knowing goes into operation, it also gives you the authority. Whether it's your child or not, that is the authority. And so I spoke for the angels of heaven to protect that child. Well, come to find out about four months later, someone gave me the, the report of that, that they were the babysitter for their pastor and their grandchild that was at a Christmas party with the other staff and the grandchild of the pastor was out playing behind a silver SUV. A staff member comes out, backs over the child 
knows that the car, it's dark outside, knows the child, knows that something's under the car, doesn't know what it was, doesn't know if it's a shovel or what that they've hit, so they pull back over it so that they can get it, got, you know, reach what was under and goes back there and there's the, the, the pastor's grandchild with tread marks across the abdomen, across the legs, and that child just runs, jumps up and runs in and shows everybody's tread marks completely unhurt. An SUV. One-year-old. I knew the age of the child. I knew everything about that setting. That's what the spirit of seeing does. You know about those things. Amen. Amen. And so it can help us to be effective in our prayer lives in a whole other dimension. I, uh, when God shows you something, He's not showing it so you can say you saw it. He's showing it so you'll do something about it. I was preaching along these lines and a lady said to me after the service, she said, I wish I would have heard what I heard tonight just a month ago. And I said, why? She said, three weeks ago, we buried my nephew, three-year-old, he drowned. And she said, I saw it. A week before, I saw it, and I just saw it, but I didn't do anything. Didn't know. God's not showing us things to say we saw it. God's showing us things so we can take our authority and tell Satan to take his hands off of it. Now, when you deal with something, when God shows you something by the spirit of seeing and knowing, you don't deal with it by speaking in tongues. Amen. Amen. Speaking in tongues will bring you to the place to where you see it and know it. But once you see it and know it, now you got to deal with your authority with it. You're not dealing with the devil in tongues. You're not taking authority over the devil in tongues because tongues is God talk. You're not talking to demons when you're speaking in tongues. You're talking to God. You understand? So... Whenever I saw that child being run over, whenever I've seen a car wrecks, whenever I've seen somebody in a mental institution holding their head, someone I've never seen before, I didn't just say, and get real fervent about praying for them in tongues. That's not using my authority. That's not the function of tongues. There is a function of tongues, but that's not it. What I did is I said, Satan, you take your hands off that that situation. Angels, I commission you to go. Bear them up in their hands lest they dash their, bear them up in your hands lest they dash their foot against a stone. Death, you take your hand off of them. Now see, when I saw that, that, that silver SUV back up, I didn't know whether death was involved or not, but I assumed. I just started, I just threw the whole wad at it. I'm not just talking about paralysis. If there's death involved, all get your hands off. Amen. I was talking to someone years ago. There was a minister. His, uh, he had, uh, there were, I believe, uh, a pilot, a co-pilot, and three other staff members and their own child, a 16, 15, 16-year-old daughter in a plane. The pilot made a big error. He took off on empty. 
He knew it was empty, but he had reserve fuel on board. And he thought that I can just flip it over to reserve. Well, it didn't work that way on takeoff. It didn't, it didn't flip over. So they got up in the air and then had no fuel to stay there. So he turns around and they're not, of course, they're not at full altitude. They're just, you know, they've just, yeah, they're on the rise and they're not that far from the ground. And he turned around and he realized that it didn't, it won't click over on takeoff, the, the, the reserve. And so he turns around, they're all Christians. He turns around and says, pray, we're, we're going down. And there was only... All of them took off praying in tongues, except there was one person that survived. It was the co-pilot. He said, I turned around and watched, and every one of them took off praying in tongues. He said, not me. He said, I said, Satan, you take your hands off my life. You're not having my life, and you take your hand. And he's the only one that survived. Why? He used authority. The others used tongues. Amen. When the spirit of seeing and knowing goes into operation, he'll also give you the knowing of how to deal with it. When you see something, make sure you get the knowing also of how to deal with it. And if you don't, if you don't, if he doesn't say anything in particular, take your authority. That's right. Amen. 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 Now, what I do after, when I've seen things, it's, I've been praying in tongues when I see them. After I see it, I take authority over it. I speak in English. I tell Satan, you take your hands off that situation, off their life. Death, you take your hands off them. You can't have them, and I commission the angels to be around them. Amen. Then after that, I say, Father, I've used my authority. It's working. But if there's anything further I need to do, I'm going to sit here and pray in tongues to pick up if there's anything further I need to say or do. Amen. See, I'm not trying to deal with that situation in tongues. I'm praying further in the spirit to see if there's more that needs to be said or done. And every time after I've used my authority, I've never picked up that I have to do anything else. I'm not saying that he won't give another instruction. But I'm just saying once the use of authority, that was enough in those situations. I didn't feel anything. You don't have to feel anything for your authority to work. Amen. So the spirit of seeing goes into, spirit of seeing and knowing goes into operation. These things and helps us to be effective. <clears throat> then there are some things that you won't see or know until you ask God about. Don't wait for God to always initiate something. It's sometimes if you'll bring it up, he'll, he's wanting to show He's wanting us to see some things. But too many times, sometimes we just sit back passively and wait for him to show it. And we think, well, if he didn't show it, there's nothing to see. But sometimes there's nothing to show because we're not asking. Right. You have not because you ask not. With the situation when Stephen was, Ed and I both sensed that it wouldn't be long that Stephen would be getting married. He was about 19 at the time. And uh, so he would come and ask us about, a certain, you know, situation. So I went off and I, and I prayed for him regarding a spouse. And I just prayed in English and I said, Father, this is what I'm here praying about. And then I said, I, uh, I, I want to know what the Spirit would know about this. So I took off praying in the Holy Ghost for just several minutes. And after about 20 minutes, up comes these words in English, go south. So 
I went in and asked Dad, when are we going to the South to preach again? And the next one that Stephen could go on was down to Florida. And the first time that we took Stephen down there, he met a gal named Morgan, and there she is. <laughs> that came because of this divine help. And it didn't come till I asked. If I would have not asked, I don't know who Stephen would have married. Because it had to be divinely revealed because she was in the whole other part. She's in the opposite end of the United States. You understand that? There are things that God has for us, but they'll never be known or seen until we ask. It's very critical that we ask. And when you ask, make sure you haven't already decided. <laughs> or your asking is futile. This is huge. Huge. I've had people come and say, Pastor, just wanted you to know that we're moving. Oh, when are you moving? Day after tomorrow. Oh. Oh, well. Okay. But I wanted to come and talk to you and see what your input was. Your house is packed. You've already got another job down in another city, and you're coming and asking me what I thought. No, you don't want to know what I think. It's a courtesy appointment so you can tell people you have talked to your pastor. I don't need courtesy appointments. I, I don't have time for courtesy appointments. Because you've already decided. But let me tell you, people do that with God all the time. They've already decided, I'm going to start this business. I'm going to leave this church. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to marry that person. Now, God, I'm asking you what's your will. No, you're not. No, no. If you've already decided, see, that's not sincere. That's not sincere. I have had people say to me, They've already, well, pastor, you know, we're doing this, we're going doing that, we're doing this and stuff. But if you see anything, we want to know. No, you don't. No, you don't. You've just learned the lingo. You've learned the appropriate lingo, but that's not why you're in here. And if they've already told me what they've already set up, even if I know they're missing it, I never say a word. Why? Because they don't want to know. They don't want to know. God's the same way. If you've already made up your mind, made steps that way, and then tell God, God, what do you want? He'll never say a word sometimes differently than what you've already, than what you've already decided. I'm just saying. That's why people don't hear before they make moves because they make moves before they asked. God's a perfect gentleman. You, when, you've already in, when you've already determined you're going to do something, he won't, he won't insert himself because you've already decided. So that's what I'm saying is that if you want to know what God knows and see what he sees, don't decide before you ask him. If I would have never asked God about a mate for Stephen, I don't... I don't know what the outcome would have been because I needed 
Ed and I needed to have the mind of God on that situation so he would marry right. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. Can I read to you a prophecy Dad Hagen gave regarding this, the spirit of seeing and knowing? I don't know what year this was. He said this, consecrate yourself unto God, for he uses those who are clean and have submitted themselves to his will and his plan. Sanctify yourselves and present yourselves a holy tabernacle. And I will manifest myself to you and in you. And the spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you will be my witnesses. And you will be able to witness, not just with a vocal witness, but you'll be able to witness with the supernatural. For he will confirm his word with signs following. Standing right on the verge of an outbreak of the power of God. We're standing on the verge of an outpouring of the Spirit of God. Such a move as no man present has ever seen. Standing in the very presence and being in the very midst where God is moving, but missing the whole thing, just like Ananias and Sapphira. Right in the middle of the greatest move of God that had ever come to the earth, but they missed it because they were so carnal and driven by the flesh. Consecration and dedication is almost an unknown element in the body of Christ today. Consecration, dedication, consecrating all unto him, dedicating yourself unto him. So the spirit will manifest himself unto thee and through thee and the work of God shall be accomplished and the plan of God shall be fulfilled and the church of God shall be increased and the glory of God shall be in manifestation. You'll be able to lift up your voice in laughter and praise because you'll be able to see that the devil is on the run and the victory is won. Speaking by the spirit, not just speaking words out of your own mind or thinking, but speaking by the spirit, words that are inspired by the spirit of God, words that well up from within you out of your spirit, given to you by the Holy Spirit. Those words spoken boldly will bring forth great happenings. Listen to that. Words that come by the Spirit will bring forth great happenings. Speaking by the Spirit, and so the glory of God shall come into manifestation. And some will see it like a cloud that hangs over the heads of people. Others may not see anything, but they sense the mighty move of the Holy Spirit. Speaking by his spirit, yielding our tongue to the Holy Ghost. But you see, taking time to pray in the spirit, taking time to pray in other tongues will get you tuned up, will edify you, will get your tongue hooked up to your spirit so that when he who dwells in your spirit can give you an utterance, then he takes over. And you speak out what he says and not what you think. Speak out what he wants. And so the spirit of seeing and the spirit of knowing in a greater manifestation will come. But all nine of these manifestations, all these worketh at one and self-same spirit, and at the same time the inspirational gifts, men and women speaking by the spirit, by prophecy, inspired utterance, by tongues and interpretation, shall bring forth marvelous statements. 
and bring to pass and bring into being in this sense realm where men can see and know the operation of the Spirit of God and the manifestation of the Spirit of God and the demonstration of the Spirit of God. So rejoice and be glad. Now some I have begun to use and you've drawn back. So repent. And respond to the Spirit and you'll move forward and you'll see greater things. Some, because you missed it, thought, well, I just don't know. But just admit that you're human and can miss it and move on with the Spirit of God. No one ever stopped driving an automobile because they drove up on the curb the first time. But they kept at it until they were driving adequately. So keep at it. Keep at it. That's when the Spirit of God and the Spirit of seeing and knowing will come into manifestation when we keep at it. Amen. Amen. This is for all of us. The spirit of seeing and knowing is for all of us. It's not just for fivefold ministries. Amen. If you don't, if we don't take the time to pray in other tongues and find out what he knows and see what he sees, it's because we're not that interested in what he knows and what he sees. Let's just be honest about it. So we need to adjust ourselves and say, we are interested. So let's show our interest because we are interested. But if we're interested, we need to follow through with that interest by doing and doing something that positions ourselves so that we can see what he sees and know what he knows. Amen. He will show you things to come. But it's for those who are in position to see. So the spirit of seeing and knowing calls for consecration, Amen. calls for dedication. It calls for holy living. And when this is not properly emphasized in the body of Christ, the body of Christ will do without the supernatural. You can't live any way we want to live, go anywhere we want to go, act any way we want to act and think that the supernatural is going to be in manifestation. It's not. Amen. But we're learning, aren't we? We're learning. Well, praise the Lord. Stand with me to your feet. Father, we're hungry for these things. We covet these things to be in manifestation. And in this new day, it's time for us. And you've made a window of time in 2019 that a new day has offered us. And we're taking that place that's offered us. We step into places in the spirit. It's not about getting the spirit to drag us in. We have to step in. Holy Ghost, we recognize that you won't force us in. You just open the way. And we, t we are the ones who have to take the step in. So we say we're, we've, we've already made that choice. This week we've made that choice. And when we leave this place, we're going to keep stepping in. We're going to keep stepping in. Every day we keep stepping in into this greater flow. Amen. Becoming more skillful, renewing our minds in these things, not living carnally, not living natural body-ruled lives, but living by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Just raise up your hands and thank Him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Raise up your hands and thank Him. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. I tell our congregation 
I tell our congregation that there's um, every service is a homework assignment. Yes. And I tell them just, if, you know, if it would work well for you, get it just a little small notebook. And after every service, what did the Holy Ghost deal with you about that pertains to you in that service that you're going to be taking as homework? Because we, we walk away, we leave here, we go back, and we get back into our routine of things, and we forget. But let's not forget our homework that God has given us. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's... Let's be good students and recognize just because God wants it to come to pass, we, it needs our part added to it. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you, Father. We worship you, Father. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you thanks. Hallelujah. If there's anybody here and you have heart trouble, anything to do with the heart, high blood pressure, anything to do with arteries, valves, anything with the heart, come up here and we'll minister to you with heart conditions. Praise the Lord. here along with the congregation anyone who came to Jesus and received the way they approached Jesus mattered the Syrophoenician woman she had a daughter who had a demon remember that and she uh, she came up to Jesus she said son of David have mercy on me my daughter is grievously vexed with the devil and he didn't even respond to her. Then after she would, he wouldn't respond, and then she went over to the disciples, and they didn't really respond to her. She came back to Jesus, and it said, and she fell at his feet and worshipped, and said, help me. Notice, when she approached him without worshipping, nothing happened. But when she tried, came a second time and approached him with worship, then she received the help she needed. Amen. So let's make a proper approach to our healer tonight. Let's worship him, our healer. Jesus, we worship you. We love you, Jesus. We give you the glory and the honor. Do your name. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you. There's no one like you, Jesus. There's no one like you. There is no one like you. We worship you. We so appreciate. We're so grateful and so thankful for the price you paid. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the price you paid for us. Thank you 
for bringing us into fellowship with the Father. Thank you for the price you paid for us. We thank you, Jesus. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you. We glorify you. We worship you. Jesus, we worship you as our healer. You're such a wonderful healer. You paid the price. You did the hard part. And we acknowledge and recognize that. And it is our complete joy to bring our part. Our part is to believe. We do believe. We believe that you paid the price for our healing. And we're here right now, Jesus, to receive the price that you paid. We're not trying to get you to do anything. We're up here to receive what you've already done for us. So those of you that are up here, say this after me. When hands are laid on me, the healing power of God will go into my body. It will drive out pain and symptoms, sickness and disease, and I shall be whole. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you, Jesus. You're such a wonderful healer. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. Healed in Jesus' name. And I know this, that if the angels need to bring a part, if they need to adjust something, they'll work with us in the healing line. Our angels healers know they cooperate with healing power. They know how to, they know how to adjust something in the body. But Jesus is the healer. We understand that. But they are ministering spirits that will minister what is needed to the body. Amen. So some of you may feel something working and going on. Just receive that. We thank you, Father. Healed in Jesus' name. Whole in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for wholeness in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, for that heart healed and made whole in Jesus' name. That heart be 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 whole in Jesus' name. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise you, Jesus. That heart be whole 
in Jesus' name. Let heart be whole in Jesus' name. Let heart be whole in Jesus' name. Let heart be whole in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. That heart be whole in Jesus. There it goes into your love. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Jesus. That heart be whole. There it goes in, love. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for your power that stored in this clause. And when it's laid upon the bodies of those in need, that it'll drive out pain and symptoms, sickness and disease, and they shall be whole. If there's a presence of an evil spirit, it'll drive it out. In Jesus' name, we thank you for it. We thank you for it. Anybody here that's had metal plates, rods, screws, come up here. There's an endowment to deal with that upon this ministry. Hallelujah. 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 What is it with her? Her heart as well. High blood pressure. Yeah. In your eyes. Yeah. There's an endowment upon us to minister to eyes. We thank you, Father, for healing healing in that heart. That heart be whole. Those eyes be open, perfectly restored, made whole in Jesus' name. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it, Father. Okay, the rest of these up here, is that for metal rods, plate screws? Okay. Where is it, Miss Irene? Your left ankle. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your power. Making that whole. What about you? Where is it? Left knee. Left knee. That knee whole in Jesus' name. And your ankle? Where? Okay. Father, we thank you for wholeness. Ah. We thank you. We thank you for wholeness in Jesus' name. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, for wholeness. We thank you, Father. We thank you whole in Jesus' name. Whole in Jesus' name. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you that when this cloth is laid upon that body, that they shall be whole. That anointing will go in and it will work wholeness in their body. We thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for that anointing, that it goes in to this cloth. And when faith is released, that anointing will flow in and it will make them whole in Jesus' name. We thank you for it. 
Anybody with conditions for your eyes, condition with the eyes, come up here and we'll minister to you. Hallelujah. Congregation, you're releasing your faith with us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For your eyes, chastity. Uh -huh. Father, we thank you. We thank you for healing those eyes whole in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Those eyes whole, there it goes, in Jesus' name. There that anointing went in. Those eyes whole. In Jesus' name, 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 be whole. In Jesus' name, those eyes be made whole. In Jesus' name, those eyes made whole. Those eyes made whole. In Jesus' name, we thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, those eyes whole. In Jesus' name. Those eyes whole. In Jesus' name. Those eyes whole. In Jesus' name. Those eyes made whole. In Jesus' name. Those eyes made whole in Jesus' name and refreshing, refreshing of the call. Refreshing. <laughs> uh, Father, we thank you for steps that are assigned to him. We thank you for making those clear for him in Jesus' name. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Father, that as this cloth is laid upon the body of that one in need, they shall be made whole. We thank you for it, Father. Those eyes healed in Jesus' name. Those eyes made whole in Jesus' name. Those eyes made whole in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. For arthritis, come up here arthritis in your body come up here and we'll minister to you arthritis we curse that arthritis you come out you come out yes. in Jesus name that arthritis you come out in Jesus name come out in Jesus name that arthritis come out in Jesus name 
come out in Jesus' name. That arthritis come out in Jesus' name. Come out in Jesus' name. Behold. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, for wholeness. That arthritis come out in Jesus' name. Behold, from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Hallelujah. Anybody in here with cancer, come up here. I'm not calling these out by word of knowledge. I'm calling it out by endowments. Meaning there's endowments here that can minister to those who have these situations. I call out, I have an endowment to minister with those with heart conditions, rods, plates, metals, screws, all of that, eyes, arthritis. So I called that out not by word of knowledge, but, but based on the endowments that are given us. I'm going to have Brother Joel, if you would come up here and minister to these. Because he's the one with the endowment regarding cancer. here are there any other endowments that God uses you in okay okay pastor Jay what again help me with the endowment I know autoimmune diseases or I don't know if you want to do them one at a time or not bones and joints and then autoimmune problems with bones and joints come up here then autoimmune and he'll minister to you
or something wrong with the breast. Yeah. Yeah, he's been picking that up. Depression, oppression. Depression, oppression. Uh-huh. Let's, let's do the, per, the, the one who has the issues with the breast up here first. Hallelujah. His wife will minister along with him on that. So come up here. Mm-hmm. 
oppression to go. I command her to be free now in Jesus' name. Yes. In Jesus' name, I command you to be free of that oppression. I'll pray. Just receive. In the name of Jesus, I break that. In Jesus' name, I command you. Yes. Yes. endowments God uses to you in? Diabetes. Diabetes. Yeah, blood sugar issues. Come up here if that pertains to you. Blood sugar properly in his body in Jesus' name. In 
Jesus. Jesus. Father, I just by faith reverse that power to go into this cloth. When it's laid upon the body of the sick one, Father, it will drive out diabetes of every kind and every time. Speak life to that pancreas. Thank you for the anointing that affects the healing and the cure of that person's body. In Jesus' name. Debbie, come up here. A, uh, just give me your hands. A 30%, give me your other hand too. A 30% increase in the healing anointing. We thank you, Father, for it. I thank you for it, Father. 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 And the bolder you are with it, the more it'll increase even. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you, Father. We glorify you. We glorify you. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastor Delmas, give me your hands again. Both, just both hands. A, a, another 20% increase of that healing anointing. We thank you, Father. Very notable things. Notable. Notable notable things we thank you for it father we thank you for it we thank you for it father we thank you for it father that are assigned to work along with you in that healing ministry. So if you'll let the people know about that, talk about it, it gives them permission to work in a greater measure. They need permission. They won't work without being given the place to work. So the more you talk about it and the more you refer to the help that only they can bring. As I said, angels aren't healers. I'm not saying that. But they cooperate with healing power, just like that angel that deposited the healing power in the pool of Bethesda. They deposit in people that which they need. They'll bring body parts. They'll bring all kinds of things. And it's all so easy for God. It's all so easy. We thank you, Father. 
We thank you, Father. We thank you that it shall come to pass. We thank you, Father. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, uh, for those who have something else that has not been ministered to this week, I believe on, I don't know, one of the nights we ministered healing. Uh, and tonight, if you've already had hands laid on you, amen, that's working in you. But if there's somebody else that you have something that hasn't been called out over in these two sections, raise your hand if you say you want healing, hands laid on you for healing. Come up here if you would. Come on up. Hallelujah. And anybody in this middle section, hands, let me see by a show of hands, anybody that you want hands laid on you. Come on up, love. Come on up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on down here, this end, please. Ushers, direct them. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Pastor Lachetic, Brother Joel, Pastor Jay, come up and just, all of y'all start at some place in the line. over here to my left your right if you want hands laid on you come out into the aisle here the side aisle and they'll direct you up ushers bring them on up
that creates imbalance. We speak to any condition that creates a crippled condition and we command it to be reversed in the authority of the name of Jesus. We release the healing anointing into his body and tonight it begins a healing and a cure. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. It's done. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Jesus, thank you. We thank you for healing power. We thank you for that healing power. We thank you that that healing power is working right now. Made whole now. Made whole now. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. You know, you can go ahead and put this back if you would. Um, whenever the ten lepers were healed, they were healed as they went to show themselves to the priest and the one turned back. It said, when he saw that he was healed, he turned back and with a loud voice, he glorified God. He didn't just do an inward little, uh, you know, acknowledgement, but it said with a loud voice. That's appropriate. That's appropriate. Hallelujah. We give you glory and honor. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We worship you, Jesus. We glorify you, Jesus. We magnify you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We glorify you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We glorify you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And can I tell you the way for that power to just keep working, keep being loud, just loudly, I worship you, Jesus. As you go to sleep, I worship you. My healer, I worship you. 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 I worship you, Jesus. I worship you. Hallelujah. I worship you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. I worship my healer. I worship you. I worship you. And when you're driving in your, in your car, I worship you, Jesus, my healer. Amen. And when you're 
uh, cleaning your house and working around your house. Jesus, my healer, I worship you. Amen. And you say, well, how long do I have to do this? The rest of your life. Just the rest of your life. The rest of your life. It's the way we live. Amen. We, we're not looking to dismiss ourselves from acknowledging Him. Amen. Worship is the way, one way to keep your faith moving. Amen. And as you leave this place, those of you who had hands laid on you especially, keep the switch of faith turned on and worship is one way. Not, not figure it out. Worship. Not check the body. Did it work? Worship. Amen. Amen. And if, if the devil threatens you to see nothing happen, you get louder. You get louder. You get louder. Jesus is my healer. Jesus, thank you that you healed me. 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 Now, when hands are laid on you, and that anointing goes in you, healing always begins. Always. Always, 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 always. Amen. So it's your job to remember that, talk about that, and praise Him based on that, and worship Him based on that. Amen. As Dad Hagen said, I can't promise anyone instant healing, but I can promise everyone healing. It's not about how quick the process of healing takes place. We've got to quit going to that natural arena and measuring all of that. Yes, it's a joy that it's a joy that you know you appreciate when it comes quickly. But if you start measuring your what you received by how quickly something shows up, the devil talk you out of it. Our job is so easy. Thank you that I'm healed. 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 Thank you that I'm whole right now. Thank you that I'm whole right now, right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. Thank you that I'm whole right now. Thank you that I'm whole right now. And the devil will say, well, see, your body doesn't show that it's any different. I didn't say my, I'm, I'm saying that my body is different. I'm saying that I received it. I'm not trying to get it. I received it and it's in me right now, right now, right now, right now. Right now, 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 right now. Right now, right now, right now, right now. Right now, right now, right now. Right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, thank you for that. But we say, Father, thank you for your plan for every service. Our lives are different because of this week, your plan. Thank you for bringing us to this place. And Father, we're going home a different way. We refuse to be the same. We refuse. We refuse to go home and repeat the past. But it's a new day for us, and we're stepping in. We step in. We step in. Every day we step in. We step into places in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastor Noel, it seems to me you got a little something. I don't know what it is. Just come up. 
Yes, Lord. Akish like me and Dokopish can aim Bokoshe. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yeah. Yakundik emotion like that. Yeah. 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 Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, glory. <laughs> Pastor. 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 Port. 40 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40% 40%
Manifestations of the Spirit of seeing and knowing, and not only that, all the gifts of the Spirit. Amen. We're hungry for them. We're renewing our minds. Amen. We're using our faith. We're walking by faith. Amen. Hallelujah. It's a new day. It's a new day. 
And uh, as Dad Hagen would often say by the Spirit, it's getting darker in the world, but brighter in the church. So uh, we'll go rescue as many as we can out of that dark and bring them into the light. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, turn to somebody before you're dismissed and say this. It's a new day for me. And you can be dismissed. God bless you. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at defrayministries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Defray Ministries.